All right, this week we saw Mother, The Orville, American Vandal, and South Park. We also saw the trailers for Downsizing, Battle of the Sexes, The Kingsman, Golden Circle, The Disaster Artist. We play a little gambling game called Fresh Tomatoes. And that, and then we go over the just pop culture news. This is the episode five of the Pool Boy podcast. Let's get nuts. Hey. We're all very different people. We're not what to see. It's no. We're not Spartan. She doesn't even go here. We're American. It's the feeling good all the time. We're the capital A, huh? Rock, flag, and eagle, right, Charlie? We are the wretched refuge. Jerry, you know this guy eats poop, right? We're mutts. Okay, uh, so we got to start off with what we're watching. We watched Mother. Mother's the only movie, new movie in theaters we saw this week. But, uh, uh, yeah, it was another one that yeah. I dipped out of because it looked too scary for me. We'll get into that. We'll we also watched that. the pilot for The Orville, Seth MacFarlane's new show. Mm-hmm. We watched uh, American Vandal, which is Jimmy Tatro's new show it's on Netflix. Yeah, Netflix miniseries. Original series. Spoofing, uh, Making a Murderer, mm-hmm. and Serial, and all those Just little... true crime series. True crime docs that come out. We also watched the uh, pilot of South Park. We yeah. watched a bunch of other stuff, too, but that's kind of like the, the hot new was yeah, those happening are the big stuff we watched. <laughs> Attention grabbers. I watched Jaws twice, and then I also watched a documentary called The Making of Jaws. I got so... to pop in the room a couple times when you were watching Jaws. What a treat. I love Jaws so much. That's a, that's a movie that, on our family vacations, when... We got the car that has the TV in the car. It's big stuff. That we on multiple occasions watched that movie twice in a row <laughs> on, on our five-hour trip. Never know what's going to happen. Embarrassed to hear what movie that was for me and my family. What movie? If we just had one of the flip-down deals. Same yeah, that's what we did. Yeah. The same movie got stuck in there for like two and a half years. Stuck. <laughs> I love that. Employee of the month with Dane oh. Cook and uh, classic. Yeah. You know what? That's a movie you just can't. Those jokes you can't hear them enough. You know, I, they don't get old. <laughs> I can recite the entire movie for you <laughs> if you have the time. <laughs> the getting that's like purgatory right there. Although I love that movie. Oh, that's great. No, purgatory uh, is what me and Henry had to sit through fucking last night. Yes. And we'll get into that yeah. right now. So you guys saw Mother last night. Yes, I dipped did. out because it was too intense. Unfortunately. Sort of the same thing with it. Um, you guys came back and you were very, very worked up. Yeah, this is going to be a hard segment to do because we're very. Uh, there's a lot of pent yeah, up frustration it could go from all over the place. We're doing this yeah. too close to. So us we got to slow things it. down because when we <laughs> walked out of it, we us along with the rest of the theater was pretty furious. Yeah, and this was a movie that we were looking forward to. The trailer for Mother. If you ever seen Black Swans, same guy who did that. It looked kind of like a similar thing. Same kind of deal, kind of a psychological thriller. kind of horror, but not yeah. gory, and then kind of thrillerisque. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. neither. Um, so I think let's just let's just dive into it. Yeah. So really quick, can you read the synopsis of Mother if you have it? The uh, synopsis that they give you on like IMDb and those sites is a couple's relationship is tested when uninvited guests arrive at their home, disrupting their tranquil existence. Okay. So really quickly, just want to I want to tell you guys what it was like for me sitting at home watching a, just a delightful documentary called Score about how they make it is movie delightful. music. Yeah. Uh, and you two came in so fired up. Mm-hmm. It was like, well, that's the. Synops- it was like the OJ verdict just yeah. came out. That's the synopsis, and the trailer makes you science. think it's He's a innocent. psychological thriller. We're gonna go, you know, there's this weird family that comes to this house that lives. It's in like the middle of the woods, and you know what's gonna happen. You, you're kind of seeing a stranger's scenario. I think that's the first yeah. note. Or is the something. trailer. So the trailer is like this. Whatever, like they said, family comes in, weird stuff starts happening. All of a sudden, you see people like in the woods with torches and stuff. You kind of get a cult vibe from uh-huh. the trailer. You think it's gonna be a horror movie. You think it's gonna be a thriller movie. Mm-hmm. The trailer has nothing to do with the it's movie. It's absolutely nothing to do with it. So do not go see it if you think. Because we saw the trailer. We're like, kind of cool. Yeah. yeah, I have no idea. There's going to be a twist, something, mm-hmm. something. 
not nothing like that. It so is, it's not like the trailer. Jack, it is two hours of religious allegory. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it, and with no linear sense. It's like each scene exists on its own and the, the camera shot is Jennifer Lawrence's the top of her forehead down to not even the bottom of her chin. Very artistic. As she walks around this mm-hmm. circular house and the camera just bounces with her. And it's the most ridiculous two. So I think and that's the second note is we didn't know watching it. No one did, but now afterwards we looked it up, and they're basically like, "You need to know this going into the movie." The whole movie is an allegory to the Bible. Yeah. So the plot, there is no plot. Nothing happens. Nothing that happens has to do with the plot or comes back up. Everything is just yeah. symbolic of some event in the Bible. Yeah. So we had no idea about that. No one we saw it had any idea about it. In the theater we were at, so it's on. It premiered that night. We were the first people that saw it. So everyone in that theater, you know, you're pretty excited. Uh-huh. People were laughing hysterically. Mm-hmm. By the end of it, it was like the most classic movie watching experience of all time. People were just like no, waving the white flag, people like, fuck it, out. I'm out. I would have walked we watched out. 20 people Getting walk up out. and leaving. Henry and I, I looked to Henry at one point and was like, how long are we going to take this? Yeah. How long are we going to sit here and just let this happen to us? I, I would have done a, because I do it in movies that I even like. I'll just walk out for a while. I would have walked out of that movie um, probably immediately no, as soon would, as you describe yeah. the, the, the face where they're like yeah it's a close up walking shot of just like parts of her face it's like fuck you and it had another element which I know you hate and that we all hate and uh, it was our biggest uh, criticism of what was the new Harry Potter movie called Deathly House? no the, the, the newest oh Fantastic Beasts Fantastic find Beasts our biggest con with that was the whole movie everything that happens is all because the two main characters kind of just won't ask any questions and won't say that. hey this is weird mm-hmm. you know they just kind of let things happen even and main characters there are, are jennifer lawrence and javier bardem so yeah, yeah so well, the whole movie is jennifer lawrence saying hey this is really weird and javier bardem going ah no it's not like these people all come to the house so like yeah. come on they have nowhere to go let them stay so it's just kind of him justifying really weird things and her going okay and then another weird yeah. thing happens. stephen king has a uh, a quote or something that he says that is the most annoying thing in movies and in stories is when something a pr- the big problem can be solved yes, by, by exactly. a quick, brief explanation exactly. of this situation, which is exactly kind of what you guys are describing, which is all she or he or anybody had to say was, okay, this is an issue. This is how I feel about it. And then the movie's over. Yes. All she needed to do was leave the house. Honestly, yeah, and honestly. that's not even a spoiler. Just leave the house. <laughs> so what you guys are saying is you did not like this movie. We we really hated it. I, I, I honestly don't know if I've hated a movie so much while watching it in theaters i've seen a lot of movies in theaters that you don't like obviously yeah. where you're leaving you're like okay whatever. you're like okay i wasn't the demographic not my movie I had that's my not anyone's up. movie i had my hands up the whole movie just saying what really like what is i was complaining to the screen what show. was the most annoying what was the scene what was the worst i'm gonna scene tell you because henry yeah. looked at me about 45 minutes in yeah. and goes i fucking hate this movie yeah. and i yeah. was like all right come on let's like let's let's ride this thing out we gotta watch it for the podcast it. let's do it so you've seen the trailer right jack so you've got the, the bits scene. and pieces because I didn't yeah, like it. Yeah, already. but you know, you've, you know, like Ed Harris is in it, Michelle yeah, Pfeiffer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it appeared to be a movie about you got the house with Jennifer Lawrence and Javier Bardem, and then this other family, which is the Pfeiffer, Ed Harris, and their mm-hmm. kids come into the house. Seems mm-hmm. creepy and cool. That's kind of weird. Yeah. the first hour of it, yeah. and it's I guess now looking back on it, uh, Ed Harris is supposed to be uh, Noah, and, yeah. or not yeah. Noah? Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, it's an Adam and Eve deal. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then uh, the brothers come in. There's a murder scene. You got a Cain and Abel stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Then they kick them all out and everyone's gone. We'll skip this. They had like this whole weird wake scenario where it's like, what the Just fuck a bunch, yeah. is going on? But okay, they kick them all out. And I'm like, wait, okay. So now is it the murder brothers going to come back? Is this the psychological thriller that we signed up for? And it's like, no, there's this really weird, uh, almost non-consensual sex scene with mm-hmm. Javier Bardone and Jennifer Lawrence 
where Jennifer Lawrence then cut to them waking up in bed together. Nine months it's, later. No, no. It's right now. It's six hours after they had sex. Jennifer oh, yeah. Lawrence rolls over and says, I'm pregnant. And he's like, how can you know? And she's like, I just know. Immediately That's from how the that body works, line, by the way. Yeah, immediately we're not women, so we don't really know. But yeah. apparently, you can tell immediately off hours. that line. Cut to nine months later. Wear condoms, and she's and I'm like, okay, what the fuck? What what what, what are we doing? Yeah, that was the biggest problem. Is the whole trailer? It's supposed to be these weird people show up. What's going on? That's about the first hour. They end that and never come back to it. And then the last hour and a half is the just back half trip. of the Bible. So it's just flipping through all these weird trip. fucking things. By the end of it, there's like a full world war going on in the living in the room. room. There's like heavy shells Artillery. getting thrown. You get the whole... And so, of course, this is a guy screaming for a medic. Mm-hmm. It, but what we like, didn't realize is it's because it's all allegory. None of this, like... I've, we went to the movie thinking this is the real world. These are real people having a real situation. Yeah. Because they lied to you in the trailer. Exactly. That's what the trailer seems mm-hmm. like. It's not at all. They're not real people. It's not like they're fake people, but it's just all of it is symbolism. It's not a real story at all. As your legal defense, which, mm-hmm. by the way, I'm now going to officially be if we ever get sued or anything. Good. Uh, I can't represent myself, obviously. Actually, I don't know. I don't know why. Anyway, I'm, I'm your legal defense. As we're describing this, I'm sure people listening are going to be like, oh, they just didn't get it or whatever. Yeah. Here's the thing. You know, the, the way that we're descri- you guys are describing it is basically like, you know, and then it just cuts to this. And it's like, okay, yeah, because it's supposed to be like an artistic movie or whatever. It's supposed to be – there's a lot of symbolism and stuff. What really sucks about this is – one, they lied to you in the trailer, so totally. y- you guys didn't mean to go see a symbol, like a movie that was surrounded by symbolism. Not at and there's probably nothing more annoying in a movie than symbolism for the sake of, I want this to be a movie with a lot of fucking symbolism. Yeah. The apple, oh, you didn't realize the apple represents the heart of New York City? Fuck off. Yeah. But then don't, then don't, you, you shouldn't be allowed to do that. Yeah. Like so, no, totally. Agree. So there was symbolism all throughout it. Spring but then, Breakers all over but again. But then some of the symbolism was the laziest shit you've ever seen. Like they tried to do the ten plagues. Yeah. But then they just overtly show you, like, okay, let's have a five minute scene of showing a fly die. Let's have a th- thirty second sequence of showing to do this with toad. Any. Tell me it's one shot. Tell me they never cut away. God. No, it's just looking at this fucking fly, and you're like, "What? The, why are we doing this?" Then, and then all of a sudden, there's like a sex auction going on in her living room. Then yeah. there's a rave just in the random. next room. Just random. Kristen Wiggs, the publisher, she randomly shows up. You're like, well, oh, "Wait, was this a comedy? Was that the bit?" Yeah, I people, wasn't people getting... listening, I think, have no idea what this movie could possibly be about because yeah. it is po- about nothing. So us explaining it's, it. So it's meant to be. It I looked it up. It's, me- it's meant to be. And here's a spoiler: if you really want to go into this, you know, without knowing anything, just stop listening or skip ahead or whatever. But it's supposed to be. Javier Bardem is obviously God. Mm-hmm. She's supposed to be Mother Earth, which, yeah. by the way, Mother Earth. The, even Just if I, dumb. even if it didn't look too intense for me to to see it, I still wouldn't have seen it because the title is Mother, all lowercase, with an exclamation, exclamation point. point yeah. I don't know why that just drives me nuts because it's just like but I totally just capitalize. Well, I thought there was going to be like a, like a satanic baby thing going on. He thinks he's on. fucking better than us. I'll tell you something. that much. He thinks he's fucking better than us. Seriously. Like Darren Aronofsky But the guy. whole the whole movie, they also are teasing you to think it's the trailer because the music is like this kind of plucky string horror thriller music where you're ready for something to pop yeah. out. But nothing ever pops out ever. <laughs> and it's same kind of deal where like she constantly is having these episodes where yeah. you think she has like vertigo, basically. You're ready which, for a twist. Which is so close to the Black Swan deal where you mm-hmm. had Natalie Portman's character kind of psychologically breaking down the whole time. You're like, okay, so we can't really trust what she's seeing. Let's try to figure out what's going yeah. on. No, fuck everything you think is happening. It's the shitty religious allegory movie. Yeah. Jack, quotes when we were leaving the movie theater, when we were going into the lobby, 
people, honest to God, these, this is not me paraphrasing. This was actually said out loud. People were asking for refunds. People were still laughing. People were laughing hysterically. One guy said, and I quote, I don't know if I ever go back to the movie theater again. People wow. People hated it. Really hated it. So Darren Aronofsky. That's how you pronounce his name? Yeah. I, the, I keep trying and failing. And it had such a good Patronizing cast. Son yeah. of the bitch. There, there is a room of people somewhere Ruined sitting there saying that was the greatest movie oh, of all definitely. time. Oh, definitely. Well, hey, it's and they Rotten sh- Tomatoes, 71%, uh, percent, uh, I, which all right, we so, will talk about later. So, yeah, we'll get into our uh, yeah. siege on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, Taking it down. In a little bit. But You're so, yeah, so, just to wrap up this segment. The yeah, rest of the, we could go on. The rest hours. of the podcast, by the way, guys, it's gonna we're gonna be funny and stuff. We just had to air. We had to I, get, I was really angry. We had to get some stuff off our. It chest. was a slap to the face. I didn't even see it, and I and I'm really upset. It was a slap to the face. Yeah, I might. I might. Disrespectful, inappropriate. We should go TP. If you want to go house. do the big artistic expression, I do get it. But You're a professional let me artist. Let do me what know. you want to do. Yeah. But then go do it on your free time and put it out on the internet for free. Don't dress it up. Make it a short film. It should have been a short film. film and yeah. make us go pay twenty bucks to go see it. Yeah, it was a scam. This, your, your son's been fighting checks. <laughs> your son's been fighting checks. Knock. Carl Hanratty. Catch me if you can. All right. So now that we've all settled down from our discussion about Mother, let's move into something Ooh. a little bit lighter. Good. Uh, we watched the Orville, the, yeah, uh, which is the new uh, sort of Star Trek Galaxy Quest. Uh, it's kind of like Galaxy Quest where it's a Star Trek like spoof mm-hmm. uh, comedy with Seth MacFarlane, the creator of Family Guy, Cleveland Show, American Dad, Ted, all that stuff. He stars in it. Um, we watched the pilot. It came out last Sunday night. It came out football. last Sunday, but each episode is now on Thursdays, I found out. Okay, that's probably not a good sign for the show. Well, no, but I wasn't sure if it was like it was supposed to be on Sundays or if they were just like Sunday premiere. Yeah, they might they might have done that. I it guess. was the classic Sunday premiere. They right? used to do I that. Like so. I'm pretty sure the office at one point had a Sunday premiere after just trying, yeah. trying to get views so Fall people football. who are watching football yeah. it goes right into the Orville, yeah. which is exactly what you how you get fans is you wait till they're really drunk and full on barbecue wings. Yeah. And then you just kind of Then they're have, ready to laugh. Right when the point when they're like about to change the channel and they can't find the remote. Well, you guess what? You get to watch our new show starring Seth MacFarlane. Bingo. Um, so we watched that. Uh, what did you guys? What's what's your guys' general take of it? Um, I think the overall like critics and people who watched it like online, what people are saying is pretty mediocre. It's kind yeah. of swinging a mess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he, I guess Seth MacFarlane came out and tried to explain that. Everyone's main complaint was it just wasn't that funny. Mm-hmm. It was trying to be. My, my thought was it was trying to be really witty and smart, and it was just kind of dumb humor. It, exactly. So it didn't really, didn't really make sense. It kept trying to apply these, like, today's problems, like, uh-huh. with, like, oh, we're having relationship yep. strain, but place it in this intergalactic, Star Trek-y world yeah. where mm-hmm. it's, like, they're combating their arch nemesis, who's this frog alien guy, and yeah. it's, like, meanwhile, they're going to talk about their marriage with the guy. And, and he's, like, a relationship takes like, yeah. two people and yeah. stuff. So and it's, mm-hmm. like... Come on, Seth. People are like <laughs> complaining about getting off work at five. They're working on the ship. And so that's why everyone kind of said it was dumb. But then apparently Seth MacFarlane came out and said, oh, no, 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 It's supposed to be a dramedy. It's not supposed to be that funny, mm. which everyone was like, what do you mean? It was only dumb funny. It wasn't even. It wasn't even dramatic. No, it wasn't dramatic at all. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you. I think the, the, my consensus of it was it was just kind of meh. Yeah, meh. Uh, I'm probably not going to watch another episode, but, so. you know, it's. I think it's kind of hopefully maybe it falls into sort of the Big Bang Theory category where it's like you know what, older people love it. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Soft comedy, it doesn't cross the line. The other thing too is none of us ever watched Star Trek, so 
yeah. maybe there's a bunch of maybe it's kind of a spoof of that. I don't know. I you know, I think we all just thought it was yeah. You're just kind of yeah. Tough to uh, pay attention to halfway through. You're just kind of like yeah. you're, you're focusing on other stuff. Also, wasn't the, hour, uh, the episode an hour? Because I cannot do that for an hour. That's got to be thirty minutes or something. Why was it an hour? I think so. I don't know. It was right after football. Yeah. So I was. I had a few Tired, beers and yeah. I was had eaten chicken wings and I was not in the mood to yeah. watch it. So maybe maybe if we give it another watch in another setting, it'll be better. So let's just really quick around the circle. We all thought it was meh. Can everybody just deliver? Henry, give me the type of meh it was. Meh. Meh. Eh. <laughs> so it was meh. So yeah, you were meh. a little bit more up on it. Uh, okay. Meh. Oh, yeah, it's like, I got, meh. I, got. I mean, if I'm in a doctor's waiting office uh, well, it just and that's playing. Hopes. I had higher hopes. Yeah, so, uh, I'll watch mine it. Mine was a disappointed. Yeah, same. Yeah. Same. Mm, All right, so uh, next we had American Vandal that just came out on Netflix. I think all the episodes are streaming on Netflix. Yeah. It's Jimmy Tatro, who's like the Vine star. He's a YouTube star guy. He made a bunch of like total frat move videos and stuff. And it's spoofing making a murderer and kind of serial. I think that sort of entire genre. Uh, The basic synopsis is there. He is a high school student that gets expelled for... Uh, someone spray painted a bunch of dicks on the teacher's cars. Mm-hmm. He was blamed for it, got expelled, and then they kind of have this like smart journalist kid who's going through the case and documenting yeah. the case and trying to prove <laughs> his classic. innocence. We watched the pilot just a few moments ago. Uh, any initial takeaways from that? I thought it was good, not great. I was good, just going to say the same. I was going to go more like the meh you gave in the last one. It's mm-hmm. a meh. Uh, you know, I'll keep watching and, mm-hmm. and see what happens. I think they're absolutely nailing the parodying, the yeah. making a murderer, and totally. the serials. Like, they're drilling these characters, but I just don't know how funny it is yet. The joke has, in my mind, almost got a little bit repetitive by the end of the first one. Uh-huh. So, with eight episodes, and each episode's like 35 minutes. Mm-hmm. It was like, The first one was funny. There were a couple big laughs, couple, like, mm-hmm. you know, real creative humor, but... Mm-hmm. After a while, it's you know it's dick humor. I'm gonna go on the flip side of that. I actually really liked it, uh, and I'll tell you why. It wasn't the the initial the the uh, dicks on the parking lot cars thing was my biggest turnoff from it. Just because I feel like it's weird to say, but dicks are overdone. Yeah. Um. But and <laughs> and so I think they they could have come up with something kind of funny or more obscure more elaborate, yeah more elaborate that, that that he could have done and still spoof it the funniest part and it's kind of like what you said to me before is they nail this proving innocence crime they genre like that kid's inner monologue all the questions he's asking yeah. is just perfect and it's couple, the chick from serial a couple of like the things that don't quite add up are hilarious they're these and little like, like animated segments where they like <laughs> do an animation of the cars with the exact dicks on the car yeah. like and you know they move it in. And they they, they <laughs> nail that to a T. I'm trying to think of like what my, I, I'm trying to think what my favorite line from it was. I goddamn it, I should have written it's it down. It's them talking about <laughs> just the specific details of the specific dick drawings versus his yeah. past deal, and they're talking mushroom heads. Oh <laughs> yeah. no, no, here's here's my favorite it's part. Like, of see, it. I usually just do the thing. see. This guy really took the time. Wow. See, <laughs> my, my favorite part. Of the, favorite part of the whole thing is Jimmy Tatro. So it's $100,000 worth of damages. He's been expelled. And so his stepdad is making him do Postmates. And he explains how Postmates works. And so he's basically making $10 an hour. And he's like, but honestly, like, you know, somebody asked for a smoothie. I go in, 
so a lot of the times it's stuff I want. So like I go in and I get a smoothie. So I'm kind of losing a lot of money on this yeah. job. It's just the best. And then he got fries for somebody at Fat Burger, and he's with a bunch of people, and they start eating the fries. He goes, "No, no, you can't eat too many. Then, then, then they'll know." <laughs> and, I, and then his girlfriend's like, "You're making ten dollars an hour. It's a hundred thousand dollars." And he goes. Yeah, it looks like I'm doing this all year. I don't know why. I thought that was the funniest. So, like, I loved that. And there were, like, four or five of those moments where I was like, this is hilarious. But then they overdo it where, like, they have the same kind of bit where, like, each bit's, like, two minutes. Except it's about his YouTube channel, Baby Farts, where him and his buds go and fart on babies. I was like, yeah. okay, I, that's a little – there were just some total swings and misses for me yeah. along yeah. with those total hits. Uh, I – we know it's we're all going to end up watching the whole thing because it's on Netflix. If this wasn't on Netflix, are you watching it? No, I don't know how I, I don't know how I would if it wasn't on Netflix. I guess because it's like a doc series. You don't understand how TVs and stuff work. I'm saying if it was on like live TV, you're saying like each episode. If it's on live TV. If we week? if we would have to DVR it and then you'd have to go to the DVR and yeah, do it. No, no way. But yeah, it, because it's not. on Netflix, we'll binge it. Yeah, I'm probably with you there. But I think I'm, I I liked it a little bit better. So like, you know, if, if you think let's go around the circle again. Give give me the sound this movie this this show makes you think yeah okay yeah that's where i'm still yeah. i'm still saying that positive yeah. so i'm not fired up about it but it's, yeah i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna finish this thing probably i'm giving a hmm. <laughs> nice <laughs> nice <laughs> all right so that was that was american vandal and then finally we watched the uh season premiere of south park the 21st season they just opened it was a uh episode called white people renovating houses uh, it was spoofing the whole HGTV HGTV thing. Uh, it was spoofing the Amazon's Alexas and it was spoofing like the Confederate flag, all that hullabaloo that's, that's been going on in Charlottesville and whatnot. Uh, what did you guys think of the season premiere? Um, every, every year, the first episode of South Park's a little shaky. Yeah. And I think it's cause how they write it. Like they'll write everything like in a week. And so I think the first one back it's always just a little shaky. I thought this episode was kind of like closure to last season. 100%. So I didn't think it was that great. I thought it was okay, but not that funny. Like it wasn't really laugh out loud. It was okay. Mm-hmm. So we were talking about this a little bit ago. Jack, you brought it up. It may have been you, Henry. Uh, but it was, they were talking about, the South Park guys were talking about last season. And they said, because it was the first time they had done a season where each episode yeah, was a linear plot. A yeah, serial one yeah, instead of exactly. episodic, yeah. And uh, you said you had heard him on a podcast or something, and that they said tried and failed, and they're so excited to get back to their usual format. So yeah, that's they, what I was kind of looking for in this episode. Mm-hmm. And Henry, I think you nailed it. I think they just had to wrap up. Yeah, same. The plot lines. He had mm-hmm. to have Cartman break up with his his lady. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. yeah. Tie some loose ends. Yeah, man. You know what's a bummer just for this podcast is because we live and work and do everything <laughs> together. It's going to be hard for us to have different opinions just because we're all becoming so similar. I was going to say, today's a negative day. Usually, I don't know if I've had a negative view on anything. And uh, today, I'm like four for four. Yeah, my mother has fan. made me cynical. Same. Now I'm pissed. Jeez. We're, we're like those people, you know how like when like they show a wedding photo of a couple like 50 years ago, and then you look at them now, and they kind of start to like look alike? Yeah. In like, yeah. In, in like a year, the three of us are going to be like indistinguishable. <laughs> and we already kind of look a little bit alike. It's going to become a problem. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm with you for as far as South Park is concerned and stuff like that. Like, it wasn't my favorite episode. There were some funny parts and stuff. I, I agree. I think they were just kind of wrapping up last season, and now they'll be doing whatever. I mean, Randy Marsh had some of the funniest things. I thought, the renovating houses. Yeah, I think Randy Marsh is, like always, going to crush it this season. I'm mm-hmm. a little nervous, actually, because I really thought they were going to crush the uh, 
Confederate stuff. Yeah, they did. Mm-hmm. I hope this. I thought. I thought. Yeah, that. I thought all the flag stuff was dumb. Sam. With the, well, the B one, but then they got the soup, and they just kept doing the yeah. bit where the he's whole, now the waving the flag to cool that, down. Like, these guys will wave their Confederate flag at anything, and like every time they wave the flag, it's not for normal things. It's like, oh, there's a B in the air, and they try to swat it with the, the flag. It got a little, just not that funny. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Mm-hmm. So, in summary of our what we were watching segment, we had, we had Mother, the Orville, American Vandal, and South Park. Let's just go around. One last time, give me a uh, a quick sound of how you think about all of that together. Total? Yeah. Meh. In total, mm-hmm. it, I mean, Mother just weighs the group down. It's Sunk a, the ship? Meh. Wow. Yeah. That's tough. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go, yeesh. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So that's, that was what we were watching. Right, so now we got our new segment. It's called Fresh Tomatoes. Uh, last week, we went on a rant about just how terrible uh rotten tomatoes they're just embarrassing let's they just, just say get it wrong and then stupid people get to go and cite that as a reason for not seeing a good movie yep. or to talk me into seeing a shitty movie yep. and so we're, we're we're now fully analyzing rotten tomatoes and we're gonna go get it right anything sub 60 on rotten tomatoes gets a rotten rating which is bullshit okay yeah. it's ageist almost it's ridiculous well and i'm so, just saying we saw mother and that's still got a 72 per, yeah 71 absurd so yeah rotten tomatoes they need to be exposed for their fraudulism and uh, so I got a handful of movies I'm going to give you guys. Some are good, some are bad, some are, you know, who knows, your, your judgment. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to give you an over-under, and you got to guess what you think it's, there are Rotten Tomato scores over or under the number I give you. And what are we putting on this, Jackie? So it's me versus new. We're going to do first to three wrong. Yeah. So Henry's going to give us the over-under. New and I are each going to take a guess. It's okay if we guess the same one, if we both really believe it. But the first to ha- get three wrong has to wear a wedding dress on the next Pool Boy podcast. So if you're listening, that might be one you want, might want to watch because either New or I will be wearing a wedding dress if New and I both get to three wrong at the same time. We are, we both have to go see Mother again. Yes. So me for the first time, New for the second Which time. Which I can't at this moment I can't think of a worse punishment. That honestly like the wedding dress, I'm like Pretty that should cool. tell you how confident I feel I've got Rotten Tomatoes figured out because I'm not seeing that fucking movie Well, we movie shall again. see. Let's, uh, let's get going, huh? I really don't want to see Mother, but okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. I got to win. All right. First movie. Shit. Hall Pass. What's the over-under? Over-under, 27%. I'm going to make these tough. I'm trying to. Oh. Uh, we'll, we'll go back and forth on who goes first. Okay. I'm going to keep want, it down. You start first or start second? Um, I'll start first. Okay. I'm going the under. It's going under 27. I'm going over. New gets the first one's 34%. Fuck! Hey-o! All right, so I'm, I'm, a, I'm a, So I hit one. Jack gets one wrong. We're basically, we're playing pig, P-I-G, so I have P. Okay. Next one. Cheaper by the dozen two. 17%. Under. News going under. People did not like that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I loved that I movie. I love that movie. I love that movie. Two uh, <laughs> Brother Dozen 2. 17%. <laughs> I'm guessing. <laughs> this is so hard. I'm guessing it got an 18%. I'm going over. It's under. It got six. Fuck yes. <laughs> That got six? Six percent of Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, wow. 
Where's LL Cool J? Don't call it a comeback. Here we go. You're down two, by the way. I bro. know. Down two. It's getting it's getting tight down here. You're you're up first on this one. Time too. to go dress shopping. <laughs> Fuck. All right, here we go. Indiana Jones in the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. It's four. So it's Indiana Jones four. Fifty six percent. Over. Jack's guessing over. I want to guess over because that movie was so bad. So the obvious play is to go under. So you're trying to set me up here. Am I? But the double bluff's not going to catch me. I'm going under. News going under. Jack's getting over. 54%. It was over. 77%. Don't call it a comeback. The Kingdom of I the Crystal Skull. Kingdom of the Crystal Skull is a 77%. Cheaper by the Dozen 2 as a 6. It is 71% higher. Absolutely a joke. What Absolutely the a joke. fuck is Anyways, that? new. A strike line. Two to one. News got two strikes. News got one strike. Jack's got two strikes. All it right. just wouldn't add up, though. I, know. I couldn't say over. I know. I'm so afraid. Now I almost want to tank it so that we both don't get to three at the same time and have the same mother. <laughs> same mother. All right. Yeah. yeah please. Over the hedge. You guys ever seen it? I've seen over the edge. I know there's a sequel. I like over out. the hedge. <laughs> Should I not do over the hedge? Have you guys? Have no, I've, I I've have barely seen it. This is a good one. Forty-two percent. No, you have to start. Under. He's going under. Big man? Just in the in the spectrum of uh, animated movies. Yeah. It's got to be on the underside. 42. That's the line. Even. I'm going to go with, and there's two reasons why I'm going this way. One is I don't. <laughs> I, I, I guess in theory I would want to go with whatever new did so that even if I lose. I don't know. I'm going over over 40 percent over is correct it is 75 wow. percent over so, the hedge so i don't know no i don't know if you're keeping tally of the scores Where but we tis. are now tied <laughs> it's ones baby or it's twos it's twos one more strike you're down all right here we go if we both get this one wrong <laughs> together we have to see mother if you say what my what I say, <laughs> and you even put that as a possibility, well, you know how to play the game now. I have to go first, so so the do, next so movie, do what you have to do. The next movie, one of our favorites, Stuck on You. Thirty six percent. Shit. Oh no. How am I doing on these lines? I think I'm doing well. It's <laughs> really good. Uh, I have to go with. <laughs> Stuck on you, thirty-six percent. It's a Fairly Brothers movie. I think this is gonna be thirty-six <laughs> percent. I think it hit a little swish back on the under. Under under thirty-six. Jack's going under. I really think it's under. So if I say over, <laughs> eyes are watering. I think that's going to put me in a wedding dress. <laughs> but if I say under and I'm wrong, <laughs> then mother. I got to go see that fucking movie again. Do it. Don't don't say under. I don't want to see mother. I don't want to see hey, it. Guess what you, what's the answer? It's under. Did you go under? What are you fucking doing? I don't want to wear a wedding dress, and I know it's under. All right, can I switch over? I don't want to go see mother. You guys are wrong. It's sixty-one percent. I fucking hate go you. Go buy your are you tickets. <laughs> are you fucking serious? <laughs> You guys both lose. That was a pretty good segment. I think I crushed that. 36, it was 61. Yeah, we're going to do that segment again. I can't believe you knew. You could not have dropped the ball They're in very the worst angry. way. They're very angry. I am, I am <laughs> furious with you right now. You guys now. want a couple more that I didn't throw in just, to, just for fun? Yeah. 
couple more? Yeah. All right, let's go. Uh, just I'm, for fun. I'm so sorry. You better be <laughs> fucking sorry. We have to see. We have to see mother now. I would have been in a wedding dress. No, what you did, what you did there was selfish. You, you took the obvious answer, and then you put me in a scenario I where you're either putting me answer. in mother or wedding dress. I took had the you wrong taken... answer. It was wrong. So how could it be obvious if it was wrong? You there's there was two routes to go. Either you take a wedding dress, or we both see mother. You could have taken. Oh my god! Neither. I would have loved to see how you handled the situation. I would have loved it. Hey, I, I would have immediately. <laughs> it done was it. it was amazing watching you guys with those because I know the actual lines. So when I would throw you one, none of them were even close. And it's everyone. You convince yourself it could be either one. It could be either. And some of them are really shocking. Over the hedge seventy five stuck on you sixty one. While two brother dozen two is six. In my mind. Those movies I dig stuck on you, have, though. I love them. I love but them. But I was just like, it's a movie about conjoined twins that are not even identical. That did terribly. What yeah. the? F- and it, yeah. Like it couldn't have been above. Yeah. I like this segment. We're this gonna is do, good. We're gonna do this segment every week. <laughs> um. So that was, uh, the that, that was our first segment of Fresh Tomatoes. Oh no. New and I have to. <laughs> new and I have to go see Mother. Unfortunately, uh. it's it's good for people who are listening to the podcast because now you get to see it. They don't miss out on people oh, no, yeah. wearing us wedding wearing wedding dresses. It's a bummer for the people who watch these podcasts because they don't get to see it. You know, you know what's going to get accomplished in those two hours of going and sitting in mother is I'm going to bring in just my phone and knock out two more hours of the Harry Potter oh, audiobook. No, phone's not allowed. That was part of the that was part of the that rule. Was part of the rule. No what, phone. Was that part of? That was part of the thing. Yeah. I'm bring you gotta in, watch it, baby. I'm bringing about three Benadryl and just fucking Jack, knock myself out. This movie is so bad. I'm, I'm, really, I'm really mad at you. I'm really mad at you. That was Fresh Tomatoes. We got to move on now to, of course, news with new. News new time. Hansel, what is happening you guys in the ready? world today? Yeah. You guys ready to hear the headlines from I'm last pumped. week? All right, right out of the gate. Uh, this one's actually tough. Uh, Liam Neeson is officially retiring from action movies. He's no longer taking on any more action roles. I got a hot take on that. This was announced at the Toronto International Film Festival, uh, and he basically told the reporters, guys, I'm Tiff. 60 fucking five. People are going to catch on. I'm not, I shouldn't be kicking guys' asses He's anymore. 65? He wears it well, doesn't he? Fucking A. He's 65? <laughs> yeah. I don't even know what I thought he was now that you, I'm thinking you know about it. That, that, you know what puts that in perspective? Qui-Gon Jinn. How yeah. long ago yeah, was that? Yeah, that was a while and ago. And he was like yeah. at least 40 when he was Qui-Gon Jinn. That was almost 20 years Because yeah. yeah, I yeah. guess in my mind right now, he's like 50. And for that to happen, he would have to have been 30. Yeah. That makes no sense. So I got a hot take on that. Give me that. Um, I don't believe it at all for a second. Yeah, I don't either. Um, Liam Neeson, you're not going to do action movies? What movies are you going to do, pal? Uh, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, I love Liam Neeson, but... That's your thing, homie. You're Irish and you kick ass. In movies and TV, there's been a number of like notable people retiring from certain stuff. Yeah. Uh, Steven Soderbergh, the guy who did Logan Lucky, Ocean's Eleven, and stuff in 2011, he retired from like film and stuff. He's only like 51, actually. Uh, Don't say retire. Guess Take what? a break. Guess what? He just came out with Logan Lucky. Yeah. Uh, ben Stiller, he retired from acting right after The Secret Life of Walter oh Mitty. Oh my God. Ridiculous. Um, he just wanted to direct. Guess what? There's a Ben Stiller movie coming out this weekend. So it's called Brad Status. Let by me the way. say this yeah. though: I think this is kind of a, an encouraging thing of, of things to come. I'm I'm kind of fired up for this. What? Him in different roles. Well, no. Now I feel because he's just crushed some of these action roles. Obviously, Taken starting in 2007. He's like the action just, guy. Now he's the action guy yeah. because yeah, everyone just loves it. him for it. So you know when he's not in the action role, people shy away from him. So if he can completely distance himself from this, Paul McConaughey and get back to a. Uh, I don't know. I love actually like Liam oh, Neeson because that guy is unbelievable. Yeah. Bring that Irish accent back, friends. Yeah, we love it. Hard not to fall in love with. Here's my concern for Liam. And so Liam, if you're listening, yeah. give us a call. Reach <laughs> out. There are there are people that can help. But, We're here, baby. Um, <laughs> my concern for Liam is 
he's got a certain set of skills. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> he's got a very particular set of skills. He's got a very particular set of skills. He doesn't have money. Actually, probably has tons of money. But <laughs> what he does have is a certain set of skills. And that set of skills is he's really good in action movies. Yes. So good, in fact, that he's been in three Takens. And there's been a spoof of called Tooken, which I thought was a hilarious title, but we didn't see it. They made three of them. <laughs> they made three of them. He's been in a bunch of other movies that were like Taken all in the past, like, five to eight years That's or also the thing is for every one that you know, Liam Neeson action movie, there's also one that you don't know about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the Tombstones and stuff like that. You ever heard of that movie? I have not. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's kicking ass in that one. I don't know what movie Liam Neeson, what genre he's he's going to try to tackle now. I really assu- hope. Assuming drama or like yeah. sort of love actually or something like that. No matter what, I think if he's in it, it's an action movie. Totally. Just go rom-com. Just go to Nero, like the intern movie. That movie sucked, but imagine plugging uh, Neeson into that same role. Yeah. Where he's having kind of a, a fun, playful relationship Ooh, with Anne Hathaway. he should just become the new Robert De Niro. He's going to be great. Wow, he should be the new Robert De Niro. Yeah. Don't actually be kicking anyone's ass. No, no. Everyone knows you kick ass. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Where it's now you're the, the lovable dad, but you still know. Oh, Don't yeah. fuck with him. Don't just mess. Like a, a yeah. Meet the Parents reboot. Don't wow. cross him. Meet the pa- destroy meet you. Liam Neeson. This That'd time, be good. It, this time it's Irish. <laughs> this time it's Irish. I can't do a Liam Neeson. That's what I'm hey, saying. He's got a very specific Irish too. He's not a leprechaun, but he's got a set of skills. He's got a lot of set of skills, laddie. <laughs> and of course, my darling girl. <laughs> and of course, my darling girl with the lucky wow. charms. That was good. News. What else we got on the news? Uh, next, uh, so this is I couldn't believe I read this because I had no idea this was ever even in talks. Believe it, Ripley. Selena Gomez, I guess, uh, recently revealed that she uh, had a kidney transplant surgery this summer, and I had no idea. Uh, lupus. She, yeah, she got diagnosed with lupus in 2015, mm-hmm. and a friend, uh, her fellow actress, Francia uh, Reza, I hope I'm saying that right. Uh, I don't think so, but don't. <laughs> yeah, you go. But there you go. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, new liver or kidney? Uh, new kidney. That's uh, crazy. And, and that was out of the public eye. The lupus stuff. Yeah, and so I, it, I saw it somewhere. Well, so I guess she had been uh, completely off all social medias and not doing stuff over the summer. So a she bunch of people dark. were like, "What the hell is going on?" And then she just—I uh, was furious. Like this week, I guess came out and revealed <laughs> that's what was going on. And it went well. Yeah, but Francia Reza, she was in uh, Bringing On All or Nothing, uh, which is the most recent of the Bringing On series. If you guys no, no, the, you guys stopped following the Toro cheerleading squad. It's not the mo- <laughs> it's not the most recent. Is what I'm saying. Is it not? In fact, I just saw another Bring It On. Thing that they're still Netflix, bringing it. I, I was gonna say, new before you start telling me <laughs> stuff about the bringing on franchise, Clovers. get your fucking facts straight. Well, hey, Selena, if you're listening, you know, we hope you're doing well. Yeah, yeah call the show. Yeah, we've got you, your fat head sitting right there. We do. Would you? Here's a quick little hypothetically would you? You get a phone call, it's Liam Neeson. Who also he is, needs a kidney. He's he's uh, it's it's Liam Neeson's a little bit higher voiced Irish cousin who <laughs> happens to be Selena Gomez's manager, and he says, "Jackie, <laughs> Selena needs a liver kidney. Uh, kidney. Selena needs a kidney. You're a perfect match. <laughs> Would you give it to her? I don't think so. I do need my kidney. I need it for a lot of things. Do we need more than one kidney? I, I don't see a lot we have of more than one kidney? I think we have like seven. I already <laughs> have a, I already <laughs> have a very shallow bladder. I already have a yeah. child's bladder. I'm peeing every 45 minutes. <laughs> I, I kick one of those kidneys out, and now I'm going to the. I'm never out of the bathroom. I've yeah. got like six kidneys. She can take one if she, if she really needs one. Kidneys are like toes. <laughs> yeah, basically. You, basically, what we're trying to say is kidneys are like toes. You have so many of them. Yeah, who, who need one? Take one. You, you get know? rid of one, it's like having your appendix yeah, taken out. You get a little scar. Scars are cool. <laughs> What else have we got in the news? Uh, Jim Carrey is officially returning to television. He's going to mm, be uh, in a Showtime series uh, produced by Jason Bateman. Uh, it's called Kidding, and he's it's a 10-episode deal where he's playing Jeff, a.k.a. Mr. Pickles, a uh, children's TV star. 
Where so he's like basically imagine he's like the Blues Clues guy. It's Pickle Jim. So is it going to be a show about him being that guy, or is it just a kid show? It's a sh- no, no, no. It's a show about him like acting as that guy. So it's about oh. the actor, not the the character. Mm. That's going to be really good. It might be really freaking weird. It's supposed to be super dark. So, so Jim. Speaking Carey- of Jim Carrey, did you guys see what happened to him this past weekend? Yeah, the interview. No, I did not. Basically, yeah. what happened was he ha- he went to this uh, fashion award show in like. England or somewhere, Iraq, something like that. And he went there and he basically was on the red carpet and somebody came up to him and they're like, Jim Carrey, how are you doing? What are you most excited for tonight? And he kind of seemed like he has like a mental breakdown. He was either being just sarcastic and he was a character or he was like really, really down. Like, really down because he was like, uh, basically he, what he said is like, I just, uh, I wanted to go to the most meaningless thing on yeah. uh, I could find and that's why we're here. And it's uh, like, well, nothing means anything. So why don't I care about anything? Honestly, props to the reporter. Mm. She, 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 she plays it very well. She played it cool. Eek. She was like, okay, but you're here. So why are you here? And it's like, because it's meaningless. This is all meaningless. This is not meaningless. And But he, the way he was saying it too. It's like, weird. He, he it looked was, like someone. sounded like a defeated guy. Who had unfortunately had like a kind of a mental breakdown. Yeah. Uh, and she she handles it incredibly well. And she ends it with, well, like you can say one thing, but Jim Carrey, he'll never give a boring interview. And it's kind of like, but I'm yeah, but it's she, like, Jim, you all right? You okay, Jim? Katie Kirk better be. Uh, watching Jimmy. her job because yeah. that James. reporter's going for but it. But some great. people were like, oh, he was just in the character. So you never, who knows? Okay. It sounded different to me, but whatever. All right. I'm tired of blaming stuff on method acting. Same. <laughs> the, the other day I go in, I go to my local cobbler, uh-huh. okay, and and I bring my, my pair of shoes. Mm-hmm. And the cobbler is Daniel Day-Lewis. Okay, he's, well. Because he, he cobbles in his spare time. Does he? Is that how you say it? You, you cobble? Adam Sandler was in a movie called The Cobbler about a, a shoe guy, so yeah. Do cobblers cobble? Is that how you would say that? Uh, Let's gobble, go cobble. I don't know. <laughs> they cobble the cobbled streets. But so I go to my cobbler, I give him my shoes, and he just did a terrible job. The laces were not tight enough. Yeah. The shoes were not buffed. Not good. And it was Daniel Day, I guess, going method. You know what? Bring back my old cobbler. I'm tired of this method <laughs> shit. You can't just blame stuff on being method. Go on. What, what, what's next news? Uh, John Olvers, last week tonight, officially renewed by HBO through 2020. Mm, wow. Surprises nobody. Yeah, it's been crushing nobody. it. Yeah, but there you go. I stopped watching that. I know you have. Uh, well, now, I mean, why, why would we watch it every Sunday when we got Jack doing John Oliver impressions every day of yeah, every I, week? I stopped watching it because I kind of <laughs> – and I think I made other people stop watching it, so I feel bad just because of – once you figure out his shtick, which is, okay, here's a news story, then he defends – the person that he's ultimately going to be attacking in the news story. And then he uses an absurd analogy, absurd analogy, just an absurd analogy for what is actually that news story. On. So yeah. like, it'll be, it'll be like, uh, Donald Trump uh, recently, Donald Trump, uh, hired a new bus driver, which is fine because people, sometimes they need new bus drivers. This is fine. This is a common <laughs> situation, but, and then he just goes into, it's like, but, he hired a bus driver from Mexico. This is like, and then he just picks something fucking nuts. He's like, yeah. it's like hiring a chicken to drive your bus from Mexico <laughs> to Santa Fe around the world seven times. And then cue a pause. But it's, and it's all about the heat. Well, as soon as he defends something initially, yeah. it just, I'm like, okay, so. But that's okay. It's, okay. It's, but that's fine. Because sometimes people do need medicine. Sickness is a real thing. And we cannot objectify it. But here's the thing. And it's, just, and it's just fucking. You saw, I can't watch the show either because I kind of figured out the thing. gimmick. And but he is good though. I do like him though. Like I, sometimes yeah. he is great, but it just no, gets funny. a little bit much. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah. 
So I got your opinion there. Tell me what you think about this. Netflix and John Legend are officially making a music competition show. Finally. It will be the first talent show on a streaming service. You know that there's no music competition shows? This is the first one. I was about to say, first music, <laughs> is, every show is a music competition Quick show. Quick tangent about music competition shows. Do you know American Idol is about to finish filming the audition segment and they only have one judge actually signed on to do the whole show in Katy Perry? How does that work? I have no idea. Obviously, they haven't put out the apps yet. So I have get your no shit clue. together, America. Talk about retiring and then coming back. They ended the show. Yeah, they ended the show like six months ago, and now how about a reboot? We're it's back, just baby. Season. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, it, but interesting. So, how is that going to work? Streaming a music show? Are they going to release the whole season? Honestly, I have no clue. It, let me. The more confusing part about this, and it might just be because I'm not an R&B and soul guy, but the focus is going to be on R&B and soul music. So mm-hmm. I don't know who that's for. Yeah, that, I'm not sure. A talent show. I feel like the R&B and soul people aren't watching so much talent shows. I, I agree. Like that's I more ag- your mainstream. Kids. I agree. It's more Clay Aiken. <laughs> yeah. and, and those dudes who are great. Is it not kind of egotistical well, yeah. or, or let's or not drag Clay through the mud? I wasn't. <laughs> is it not cocky to name your like genre soul? <laughs> it's like there's a music a genre of music called world <laughs> if you look in the genre yeah, there is it's like oh so this is Everybody. the world <laughs> um uh so there's that yeah, yeah there you go it's the toughest headline of them all another really tough week for love guys uh fergie and josh Duhamel no no separating after eight years of marriage no are you kidding me ferg mel broke up there was a brief time in my life uh, it was actually just one, one, one Christmas, but we got their Christmas card. They used to sit with my mom, no like way. their seats just somehow oh, UCLA, coincidentally right? at UCLA games because yeah. they're, they're LA people and just whatever. But, uh, so we got their Christmas card one time. And so my entire life I've kept in my back pocket. No, no, no. Something's going to happen. I'm going to meet it into their inner circle. I'm going to make it. And now that dream dies. Who do you think pulled the, pulled the, uh, the plug? Fergie. You think Fergie for sure? I almost think Josh. I don't know. Isn't it always the guy in these things? I don't know. But when you when you reach 40s, the guy's just always better looking. You know what's crazy? And I think Fergie's really hot, but Josh somehow hasn't aged in 15 years. I, I mean, Man Josh is slower. Wow, he's it's just Paul Walker look alike. He, I mean, he's great. Everyone loves him, but he's not like a star star. Mm-hmm. Is Fergie? She's still a star star, I guess. At least in the music world, like she's still like I she's just, not like top of the charts, but she's a big name. I think so. I still put them though as like right up there with my other top celebrity couples. Oh yeah, because it seems so real. It See, on the other hand, real. I bought it. On the other side of that coin, I did not know they worked together. Get out of here! <laughs> oh my goodness! Get out of here! So needless to say, my they heart, got a no. four-year-old kid. They got yeah. two adorable dogs. They're one Jack. of the staples. Jack, you know what? It's the hardest on the kids. A lot oh, of love breaking. Really gotta, I want some. I want some news eventually, or one of these weeks of, of new love. Yeah, okay. these, people these people are dating. People are dating, and I got a good feeling about it. <laughs> yeah. Well. Kendall Jenner and uh, that uh, oh, the I got a great feeling about uh, is dating uh, Blake Griffin Chandler and Parsons. Chandler Parsons. So, yeah, hey, we'll see. Fingers crossed. Hey, hey, we'll see. Always <laughs> wins. Read Harry Potter and the Philosopher slash Sorcerer's Stone. Love <laughs> wins. It defeats Voldemort. So get over it. It wins. Get over yourself. Love wins. Um, I think that's it. I think we got a. I want to talk one oh. more with you guys if you can, just because well, uh, appease me as we as we are sitting in the middle of speculation season of Game of Thrones. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Game of Thrones is now set to film multiple endings uh, to avoid any spoilers or leaks for this thing. Wow. Um, yeah. I got a bold take. I got a hot take about this. Yeah, give it to me. Complete misdirection. This is totally untrue. I think it would. It doesn't make any sense for them to actually film multiple endings. You know how much of a waste of time and money that would be? I think they're going to say that. So if any pictures get leaked, they can go, ah, but it could be the ending. It could not be. There's no way they film actual multiple endings. I think there's one ending that they know 
and they're going to do that. And then this is all just a big uh, hubble-baloo. That said, it depends on what they're thinking for the ending. Now, for the ending, again, you guys are the major throners here. I'm kind of a softer, more, I guess you would say flaccid, yes. flaccid throner. Yeah. I think that what they're kind of describing is basically the last scene. They're going to have all the possible characters who could end up on the throne be on the throne. And so in one day, they're just going to kind of film that one last scene. It's. I think the show is going to close out with... Cersei on the throne cut to black or somebody on John the throne on the throne cut to black. cut to black where in all likelihood various on the throne cut to black. So you think they're just going to give them all a spot in the throne, take a pick, let it out. So it's like, who knows? Exactly. That, that's interesting. Cause as I hear it, Henry, my argument to your point would be the different endings that we could go here are such dramatically different that's, routes yeah. that mm-hmm. I'm like, so to be able to film it, would be absolutely insane, right? Because crazy. we'd talk about completely new sets, like new locations they'd have to go scout. The beginning of the like, season would have to change for there to be different endings. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, the entire thing. So it'd be ridiculous. Having said that, though, I know in years past, they do put out the fake scripts. Okay. Yeah. So, so I could buy that. They'll give a ton of people like different fake scripts. You're not quite sure of it. That must be a blast to write. You're a writer and you're, you're, someone's just like, just write a fake ending. And I'm like, okay, let, let me let me ride right, right <laughs> now. You just get to go fuck with yeah, the cast Yeah, pick a couple characters just that come like, out yeah. on top. And then you die. Yeah. And here's yeah. how. <laughs> Sucka. Can you imagine though? Because like, I, I think when you when you read that, our initial reaction was, oh, so they're going to film like six different final that's episodes, right. that's yeah. a, that's which obviously how they can't I do, it, right? do yeah. that, That's like a $60 that's million dollar bath just to make sure that nothing gets leaked. But can you imagine if they did working on one of the episodes that you know is a fake episode, just how little of a shit you would get? <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Her makeup's different in this shot from the next. It's not gonna fucking happen. <laughs> yeah. Who cares? Who cares? I think it's. I think they're basically just gonna have one day. Here are twelve top prospects for the yeah. throne. Each sit on the throne. Fun day on yeah. set. And then that would be a fun day. That would be a D- great day on set. It's a shame there are no more DVDs because that's DVD extra commentary. City. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then this isn't something we're gonna talk about now, but just something to keep in your head. They've announced they're also casting two uh, new characters, uh, which is gonna be both children. One, a ten-year-old northern girl. And uh, the what? other and northern, Asian. like northeastern, like is she gonna like, like northern, like a man, like a man. Imagine something like Leanna Mormont. Yeah, like I, I assume right it's as someone to be buddies with Leanna. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, outside of that is a eight to twelve year old uh, boy who's like supposed to be like oh, a little warrior. I don't know. Ooh, dig that shit. Weird, weird news. But so I like it. In my mind, that that could well, only mean where we are now in the plot. We can't, can't introduce keep anyone. New. Yeah. So all we can do is reveal of old. So this could be flashback stuff for Bran. Maybe we're looking at young Leanna Stark. Doing something. Wow. Yeah. I think that's right. Yeah. Okay. Hey. When you said that there were going to be two new characters, I was, for some reason, the first people that popped in my head are like the two Muppet critics. <laughs> there are not yeah. two, two new characters, both voiced by Seth MacFarlane, <laughs> and it's going to be a comedy now. New direction. <laughs> um, but, but there yeah. you go. Yeah. That was news with Neil. That, that was this week. That was news with New Heisel, as they put it formally. All right. So now we are doing trailers on Tinder. So we are going to be talking about. The new trailer for Downsizing, trailer for Battle of the Sexes, trailer for The Kingsman, Golden Circle, and trailer for The Disaster Artist. Henry, what are the two that are coming out this weekend? So the two that are coming out this uh, upcoming weekend are Battle of the Sexes with, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, not Michael Scott, with uh, Steve Carell and what's her name? (laughs) Emma Stone. Emma Stone. Stone. Uh, And then the other one is The Kingsman. The Kingsman. uh, Which is the the second Kingsman, The Golden Mm -hmm. Circle. Sweet. So let's do Downsizing first. So Downsizing, uh, hilarious trailer. Uh, this brief synopsis that they give you, they don't give you much because it doesn't come out till December, but it's a social satire in which a guy realizes he would have a better life if he were sh- to shrink himself. So if you haven't seen the trailer, the basic plot is it's sometime in the future. Uh, main characters are Matt Damon and Kristen Wiig. 
is in the world, uh, kind of a global warming thing. Everyone's like humans are the problem overpopulation. Mm -hmm. So everyone, not everyone, but you kind of, you have the option to shrink yourself to where you're like the size of like a penny basically. Right. Maybe with the original appeal there, you're reducing your carbon footprint kind of deal. Like you don't need so much. And then from the other side too, is all of a sudden you're, uh, you know, an inch, two inches tall. But mm-hmm. then you go and the you stay, they have like need, a yeah. world and a resort community of small people. And like, it's like, oh, life's better. Like you're, everyone's rich and stuff just because like there's less people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it looks pretty hilarious. What do you guys think? I, if, if you just let me go first, I uh, loved this trailer. Same. Um, it literally is Matt Damon basically plays his character from In Stuck everything. on You. Yeah. But it's like his like, his happy-go-lucky His character. His lovable, yeah. kind of a naive character. Which I love. And then uh, it's kind of like if that Matt Damon character were put in a spinoff of Ant-Man. Yep. Where <laughs> we now know how to shrink people. Also a spinoff of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. And a spinoff of uh, the, Very inter- honey, I shrunk the, the, the internship. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. That one scene where they talk <laughs> about shrinking people. Uh, so, so immediately I love the premise. The movie looked... Like, hilarious to me. I really want to see this movie. It looks, it looks fucking hilarious. It looks like there's so many little people jokes. I think it might be offensive, maybe, to little people. I don't know. <laughs> uh, they used the uh, Once in a Lifetime song by Talking Heads. That was my biggest note. Uh, half of a trailer is the song, If You Get Me Happy, that If You song. Want Me to Join the Ride, I'm In. And <laughs> they so play Talking Heads Once in a Lifetime. What have I told you? I'm in. <laughs> You're, I'm in. Sign me up. Um, the only downside of the whole thing is that they did the thing at the very end where which I hate in trailers, which is they show the name of every actor who's in it, yep. which just usually is a sign it's it It's an sucks. indicator that it sucks. If I learned anything from Mother, where they just kept flashing the actors' names at A lot of stars. Me. Yeah. His, Sucked. Uh, which, by the way, we saw this. I saw this trailer for the first time uh, last night when we went to go see Mother. Yeah. Uh, downsizing was one of the yeah, trailers. Yeah, Downsizing was one of the trailers, and it was the highlight of the night. I thought Definitely. It, I think it looks freaking awesome. Sudeikis looks like he freaking crushes it. Uh, Christoph Waltz is in it. Yeah. Like, just good mm-hmm. cast. It yeah. looks funny. It looks awesome. There's a few, yeah, there's a few scenes in it where they show, like, you know, th- this gets rid of the human population problem. What it really looks like, what it does is, there's, if you're smaller, you now just have a surplus of everything. Yep. Yeah. Because vodka, guess what? A handle of vodka will last you your entire lifetime if you are you know, a tenth of the size or something. Actually, yeah, that they, make they make some sense. line where they, they're like trying to convince them to do it. They're going over the pros and cons. And he's like, well, you have this much in your bank account right now, which would technically translates, translates yeah. to this in like the little people world. And you're like, fucking mm-hmm. A, make me little yesterday. I'm glad you brought up the vodka thing because that's part of the trailer. It's like they have like a like a bottle of absolutes a hundred times bigger than all of them. And they basically are using it like a keg. I hope they have, every scene has one of those jokes. Yeah. Where there's like a <laughs> Coke can, people are jumping off the diving board into it or something. I hope that's the whole movie. Shades of a Another small people movie, The Borrowers. Very Borrowers-esque. Good um, movie. What also got me was there was a line Matt Damon had, which was when he sees like Jason Sudeikis is small now, and everybody yeah. goes, he never struck me as a guy who would go get small. Yeah, I love I that. Just, and the way he delivered it, I love it so much. So yeah, I'm swiping right in this for sure. Super interesting though, Jack, you bring up that point of them showing all the, kind of the big name actors and, and maybe having a reason to be mm-hmm. uh, a little suspicious about how good this movie's going to be. I'm super concerned for the problem that's going to inevitably ensue in mm-hmm. small people land. 
there's yeah. going to be what's yeah. going to be the issue of being small that now all of a sudden is the conflict. It's yeah. going to be you're they're going to regret it. It's going to yeah. be like oh clearly becoming small because, isn't yeah, the, the best thing. The yeah. shell of the movie, the premise, I think is money. Yeah, and they, you're super, right. They never show super clever, uh, great cast. It's got they never all. show you the conflict. No, they yeah. do. They kind of do. The only time you ever see Matt Damon like unhappy in the trailer is he like looks up and he's like really bummed out and he's like on a contract and he's like the size of a letter and he's like signing his name. So my guess is it's all a big ruse or something. But yeah. I think there's going to I come I'm kind of the opposite. I think it's going to be a good plot. I think it's just going to be mm-hmm. a funny good movie. Oh wow, I think I got the entire twist. Give it to us. That the big people are overrunning the little people. It's kind yeah. of a purge type twist. The whole thing is cuz it starts off with we just solved mankind's overpopulation problem by shrinking people. Yeah. I think that they're solving it because once they shrink people, they're, they're just, just going to kill them. Wow. That could be cool. Yeah, so you don't even have to see the movie anymore. I just told you the twist. There we I go. bet you that's the twist. Scratch off your list. In fact, we were talking about it. We're going to start doing more bets. When does that movie come out? December 22nd. Damn it. That's a long way from now. But we'll remember. <laughs> I got a memory. But, 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 but Five bucks. Five, uh, yeah. I've got the mind of an elephant, Jack. Yeah. I remember everything. All right. If that is not the twist yeah. in the movie... For the the pool a podcast, I'm getting every other a- twist after we see it. I get the field. I like it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So yeah, Good. if that is not part of the movie, I'll have to wear a tuxedo on the that pool a podcast when we find out. If not, both of you have to wear tuxedos on that day. Done. I might just wear a tuxedo between now and then anyway. I like to be formal. I, it makes me feel dressier. What, what are you belittling the bet? <laughs> Bingo. You're trying to make my bet look, bet look stupid. Fine. New has to go shirtless. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. Now. Now, now. Now it's real. Now it's real. Now it's real. <laughs> All right. You want to throw my Deal? body conscious Deal. issues out of live air? So God damn you. So are we all swapping uh, right? Swapping right. Okay, swiping so right, right. next movie, Henry, what do we got? Next one is The Disaster Artist, which is mm. another one. It's not coming out till like early December, but it looks hilarious. It's starring James Franco and Dave Franco, the brothers. And it's all, it's technically a real story. It's portraying how they made the movie The Room. If you've ever seen the movie uh, The Room, it's, Notoriously, it's known as just the worst movie ever. It's, yeah. it's like an agreed upon fact. Agreed it's the upon worst movie made. Worst movie ever. ever. And so I, people always, I had never seen it, and people always kind of tried to describe it to me, and I thought they did a bad job because every time they described it, it just sounded weird. All it is is some total delusional guy who thought he could make it in Hollywood made the worst movie ever. Just every line is silly and doesn't make sense. The green screens are super obvious. The sets are super fake. And it's just ridiculous. So mm-hmm. it's a really funny movie. If you go watch The Room or just look up Funniest Parts, it's ridiculous. And James Franco and Dave Franco are playing the guys who made it. and just Unintentionally funny, yeah. Unintent- they're, they're trying to make a serious movie and they end up making the worst, funniest movie ever. The trailer looks hilarious. What do mm-hmm. you guys think? It looks awesome. I'm fired up. Thank God, you like literally right before I clicked on it, Jack, Henry came up and it's like, no, no, no you got to see what they're talking yeah. about in The Room. If you haven't because, seen the actual movie yeah. The Room, YouTube best moments real quick before if you, you watch the If you don't trailer. get that setup, then it's like, what the fuck is, are the yeah. Franco boys doing? Yeah. This yeah. character's ridiculous. Like, Because that's the whole thing. another the just weird yeah. James Franco movie getting thrown in my face i'm out but if yeah. you get that premise where you know what they're kind of parroting and, mm-hmm. and making fun of then it's okay they're, yeah. they're, then they're nailing it mm-hmm. the uh so I, I read a little article about it tommy wissow who is the real guy who made the room who james franco plays uh watched the movie said he agrees with 99 percent of it so basically he's like I, I think he's kind of accepted like 
Of the James Franco version, he agreed with 99%. He agreed with 99% of it. Uh, the only thing he didn't like was how James Franco threw the football, which is hilarious in and of itself because <laughs> if you've seen The Room, if you're going to, while you're listening to this, YouTube, anything else, it's just just type in The Room football. It's the funniest thing of all time. Here's how I would describe their football catch. People who have never seen or heard of the game of football and then read a brief synopsis of one football game yeah. in like – the corner of a Sports Illustrated, and then try to have a football catch. It's that's kind of what it looks like. Where it's just like you have no semblance of like what a spiral is. They're four <laughs> feet away from each other. It's so it's just so funny to me that we have documentation. This is exactly how you throw the football. And he's like, that's not how I throw a football. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Henry, you're swiping right. It sounds like I'm swiping right. I think it looks hilarious. Seth Rogen's in it. It's got just a killer cast. That whole crew, their all their buds are in it. Mm -hmm. New, how about you? I'm swiping right on a condition here, though. Is it? It's not a super indie deal, right? It's a studio no. film. No, yeah, okay, studio. then totally swiping right. I yeah. could because I could I get a little nervous about it getting lost in James Franco's artistic vision. But I think because they're making fun of somebody, I think the, the whole thing will be yeah. pretty hilarious. There's not going to be any serious moments. If there are, I'm going to be real bummed. I kind of dug uh, Seth Rogen's character a little bit too. Same. Seth Rogen's supposed like to be director. like the director who's like taking advice from yeah. you know the yeah. ridiculous guy. So yeah, swiping right, 100. percent Yeah, I'm, I'm swiping right as well. But I'm, this is going to. I'm not going to see in a theater. This is one that I'll. It's like the uh, the interview. It's like it looks really funny. I'm probably not going to be like I have to see this movie, yeah. but but it looks funny enough that. That's a great way of phrasing that. I, I, you're right. I will not adjust my plans to go see this movie. Yeah. But if there's a if I got to fill a Saturday night with something. Yeah. I'm going more than that. It. I'm going to go see the movie. Like I'm going to when this comes out, I want to go see it. If I'm, I'm on, pretty pumped for it. If I'm on a if I'm on a plane and that's one of the movie options I can select. I'm going to be like, fuck yeah. And and that's how excited I will be. But I won't be like, so fuck yeah that I've already seen it in a the theater. I think that's I'm going to see it in theaters. Yeah, I All really right. liked it. There you go. All right. Uh, what's your next one, hon? Next two movies are coming out in theaters uh, this weekend. So we'll see both of them before next week's podcast. We can uh, discuss what we thought. Uh, the first one is Battle of the Sexes. Mm -hmm. The uh, quick synopsis is the true story of the 1973 tennis match between world number one Billie Jean King. Played uh, by Emma Stone. Played by Emma Stone, woman. And uh, ex-champ and serial hustler Bobby Riggs, played by Steve Carell. Stevie. So the trailer looks like and it's all a true story, like I just said. Mm -hmm. And it's a super famous event because it was like the first time professional man, professional woman competed. Is it a spoiler if we say what happens? No, because no, it's, it's, it's history. It's, a, yeah, it's, it's, it's history. It's a real story. Yeah. She yeah. beats him. Billy G. King beat this guy. And he had been retired, but it was still a total upset. He's a former number one, so he yeah. was a respected tennis player. Mm -hmm. What everyone kind of knows about that not knows what thinks about that match is most people think that he threw the match and bet on it that, i think the movie's saying that too because at the very beginning he the, the the trailer opens if you watch the trailer with him in a phone booth calling her and saying a chauvinist pig plays like a uh like a proud was his feminist idea, yeah. are you still a feminist that's what he says to her yeah. i think it's his idea and basically i think it's kind of open news now that they, they it was a setup he kind of threw so it so that's what i thought but then in my mind when i watched the trailer it seems like the whole movie is kind of her triumph that was my big thing her standing between, up to him. They, they're playing dream on and you got yeah. her walking out on the tennis court yeah. like it's now this epic match when I always was remembered it as that match was kind of just the whole thing was a farce. Everyone, it was yeah, everyone kind of saw through it and was like, yeah. he's not trying. But and not to take away from Billie no, Jean King, she no. was fantastic. But yeah. it was just like it's it was the whole thing was a joke. It wasn't even yeah. a good matchup to begin with. It was like a six-year-old guy years like removed a from his career. Too, yeah. yeah. What did you guys think about the trailer? What did you think about? What do you think the movie's going to be like? So I actually really like the trailer because I think Steve Carell looks hilarious. Yeah. He's mm -hmm. like this super charismatic but sexist 
uh, whatever tennis player, obviously. And so I thought he looked really funny. And then mm -hmm. I thought, honestly, she looks exactly like Billie Jean King. So I was just impressed with her <laughs> makeup and hair and stuff. Mm -hmm. 100%. I mean, it could really go one of two ways for me. Because uh, I love the cast. I love the concept. My fear is that they're going to take the shell of the story, which is Billie Jean King beating Bobby Riggs. And they're going to use it to make it this feminist driven thing but it might be the case where it's it, trying to show triumph so, so if I that's know the, the case full story. it's great yeah. but if they kind of manipulate the historical event to do that then um, I, I think you know a silly. lot of audience members including myself are going to be sitting there throwing their hands up in the air like yeah, I, I get the, the message we're getting across mm -hmm. and I'm on board with it but let's not fucking yeah, go stop making it yeah, seem like a, it was more than it this was this is a dumb story to go, this is a dumb like historical event to go make the story about to get this message across so I hope yeah because Dream On playing in, in the trailer because yeah, kind of, it seemed like, like a comedy and then they play that and it seems like yeah. it's this kind of like goal driven movie but I hope they make it more of a comedy because from everything I've been told it was a funny event like it, it was ridiculous yeah it cuts to Emma Stone she's like tell him no more time for talking it's time to play and then Dream On rolls and she's walking out onto the court and you're like this whole He's thing playing with was a, a charity pan. event. Like, yeah, I've seen weird. the highlights of this game. Everyone's laughing. Yeah. Like, so, yeah. Interesting. <laughs> I, uh, swiping left or right? I'm going to swipe right. I really hope that it's a, like, I wrote down in my notes, I, I hope it's a comedy. Uh, they got Steve Carell and Emma Watson, who are both funny Emma people. Emma Stone, who are both funny people. And the whole thing is kind of a comical event. I'm totally with you. I don't. I really hope they aren't trying to make this seem like it was a bigger deal than it was because I'm pretty sure Billie Jean King has come out and said that she regrets doing it because mm -hmm. it was such a comedy. Yeah. Um, but the other thing I noted was it's a big time right now for uh, based on a true story tennis movies coming out. We got Borg McEnroe yeah. and we got this guy coming out. Name, Name another. A, yeah. Name <laughs> another. I don't know. Wimbledon is, is fake. Uh, or nah. not based on true story, right? It's not. Right? It definitely isn't. No, no, but uh, I wish it was because it's just a story of love. <laughs> Invest in tennis. It's uh, it's going up. It's getting more popular. I Yeah, so I'm swiping right. Love Steve Carell. So I'm, I'm swiping right. Henry, how about you? I'm swiping right too. But I think we it's, it's a roll of the die. I'm hoping it, it comes up my way. Mm -hmm. I'm swiping right as well just because I think regardless, the movie's going to be entertaining. Yeah, it'll be funny. I wish I knew less about the actual historical Same. event. So I, I, the entire time, I, I wouldn't be caught nitpicking. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, if I just let the story roll. Because as of now, I'm also jumping these conclusions as to totally. this is going to be the point of the movie. We'll, mm -hmm. we'll see what it is. But that's what, the gist I got from the trailer. But still swiping right. Yeah. So there we go. Hen, uh, give us The Kingsman. Last uh, movie on trailers on Tinder, The Kingsman. Uh, what's the end of it? The Kingsman the Golden, Golden Circle. Circle. Yeah. Yeah. So if you've ever seen The, the First Kingsman, uh, I think most people that have seen it will tell you it was kind of a surprise. I loved that movie. I liked it. The first Kingsman, it seems a lot like every action movie that comes out every weekend. It seems very American assassin trying to be too cool, too actiony. But it's really funny and it's actually really cool. Like I love the first one. What did you guys think of the first one? They kind of shot it like I think it was the guy who did Three Hundred. That's what it seems like. The, the way it's shot is super cool. They like shoot it's it, a lot of. It, it's, it's almost Matrixy but funny. Yeah, it's it's Matrixy with like really cool action and awesome music and and just sweet. I'm not even like I don't even love action that much, but the, the way that they do it's it cool is so action, awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. Basic plot of the first one is it's like this kind of. James Bond type society in England, the Kingsmen. They're like this kind of secret service, really cool mm -hmm. group. Uh, the second one, uh, it is when their headquarters are destroyed and the world is held hostage. The Kingsman journey leads them to the discovery of an allied spy organization in the U.S. These two elite secret organizations must band together to defeat a common enemy. So this one, they come to the U.S. There's kind of like the U.S. version of the Kingsmen who just have 
your, our favorite actors ever. It's like Channing Tatum, the the Viper from Game of Thrones, Halle Berry, Halle Berry, and Jeff Bridges. So you're like, okay, they really. <laughs> the first one was a hit. We got some studs. So I'm I'm pumped for it. I think it looks good. I really like that the American version of the Kingsmen because the Kingsmen are like you said, they're kind of James Bond guys. They have like they all wear glasses and bow ties and shit. Yeah. They're, they're gentlemen. They're basically the stereotypes of like how Americans look at England. Yeah. And the way they kind of did it with this one is the Americans are sort of the stereotype of how yeah. British people probably look at like Americans, which is that we're all cowboys. Yeah. I'm proud to be a cowboy. I mean, fucking Dallas Cowboys, <laughs> but I'm proud to be like, yeah, it's rough out here. I, 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 agree with you. I love that our go-to, oh, American. If it's a dude in jeans, boots, and a cowboy hat with a gun, <laughs> right on, my man. We're doing things right. If Channing Tatum and Jeff Bridges represent America... <laughs> if the Viper guy, I, think, I, I couldn't I think believe we that are he's supposed already to be already great again. The, the American cowboy, the guy who plays the, both the Viper and he's uh, the he Narcos. Narcos. Yeah. He is like a Southern accent. He's got a lasso the whole time. It's freaking sweet. It looks awesome. There's also sort of like a dubstepy uh, music of my generation of my generation by the yeah. Hill that just got me juice. Yes, it jazz. I was I was pumped as soon as that happened. Too. Um, new. What, what, what did you think? Uh, I hate the part of me that is not super excited about this movie, but I'm not super excited about this movie. There we mm. go. Uh, and it's honestly, it's a contrarian-y kind of argument. No, I think a lot of people don't. I, yeah. I liked Kingsman. I totally liked it. I walked out of the movie going, fucking A. I enjoyed the hell out I was, of it. I was the right same. On. But then I had all these people telling me about what a great, great movie it was. And I was like, I mean, it was it got, good. You're saying it got overhyped. Yeah, well, don't. Well, no, yeah, but it I'm was like, you. come on. But we had a Samuel Jackson with a lisp was the villain. It was like, it was, a, it. it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. But come on. And now it's like. I'm thinking with you. Kingsman 2. It's like, oh, well, do you remember Kingsman 1? I was like, I remember Kingsman 1. I'll, and if I see Kingsman 2, I bet it'll be plenty entertaining. But I let's think stop I'm not talking about this movie. I think I'm with you where the first one was good. It was just kind of a blast. It was yeah, fun. Yeah. It wasn't a great movie. It was just not the movie you thought yeah. you were getting. Yeah. All of a sudden there's cursing. We're like with these British gangsters and then yeah. Colin first kicking ass and you're like, "All right, I'll sign up." I'm I'm with you. It's your point. I am swiping right though. I mean, we're going to see it either way, but I think it looks pretty good. What do you guys think? Yeah, I'm swiping right. I I loved The Kingsman the first one and it seems like it's the type of thing where they could make a good sequel because they're not, you know, you don't really have to worry too much about the previous movie carrying over. Like this no. can kind of be like a James Bond movie where there's just, it's a completely new story. Forget everything that happened in the first same characters. We're introducing new characters. I think we're going to love this movie. So I'm swiping right. Same new. You sound like you're swiping left yeah, for theaters. Probably left. Yeah. But, but again, I just like going to the movie theaters. So I'm, I'm very indifferent. If I had to give you something, I'd say left, but I'll yeah. probably end up seeing this thing. Well, so, well you can uh, come back next week and hear our thoughts about those movies. Yeah, so we got two rights and a left. Uh, let's just go down really quickly. Uh, downsizing, I think we all swiped right, right? All triple right. right. Battle of the Sexes, I think we all swiped right. Triple, triple right, right again. Uh, Disaster Artist, did we all swipe right? Right, but I think I liked it more than you guys. You were not quite sold for uh, theaters. Was not quite sold for theaters. And then Kingsman, two rights and a left. So that's that's trailers on Tinder. That, that's where we have it. All right. Boom. All right. So yeah. So that was the Poi Podcast episode five. I'm really fucking mad at New right now because we have to see Mother. You're not nearly as mad as me as I am at myself. I had a blast. It, really quickly, Henry. Yeah. If we both wear wedding dresses mm-hmm. on next week's one. Yes. Do we not have to see Mother? Uh, well, I mean, uh, you want to take one of the two bets that you lost. That seems 
foolish to me. That seems crazy. Maybe we can work something out where the, the bet goes on to next week. We'll think of something. I We're, cannot see this movie again. We well, shouldn't I'm, have lost. I you guys should have teamed up to be losers. Again. What I'm saying is I will wear a wedding dress for the next two weeks on these podcasts if I don't have to see this movie. I'm going to think about it. Let me there, sleep on it. There's a scene, spoiler alert, there's a scene where they eat a baby in this movie. Yes. I'm not going to, I just, I can't see it. It'll ruin my life. It's odd. Oh, new. I'm still disappointed with you. Anyway, uh, so that was the podcast. Uh, follow us on uh, all of our social media. Twitter is at poolboy underscore comedy. Instagram is poolboy.comedy. Our website, poolboycomedy.com. Facebook and YouTube are both just poolboy comedy. Follow us there. We have another sports doc coming out Thursday, another fantasy draft coming out Friday. Uh, and tomorrow we have another sketch coming out. Bingo. We got a lot coming at you. Poof. So follow us, subscribe, like it, text us, call us. Do whatever. And that's the Pool Boy Podcast. And Matt's back in town. Let's go bowling. Let's go bowling.